Six Clicks Quick Bits. On the tip of everyone's cyber tongues this week, uh, the warnings of fraud and theft vulnerability were expressed, yet it went ahead anyway. And then on the other side of the coin, action needed to be taken, of course. And 100% of these events can't be prevented 100% of the time. Who's right? Who's wrong? I am, of course, talking about the Australian government's early access superannuation scheme. Andrew, uh, can you tell us what happened here? Sure, sure, uh, Stephen, with the superannuation scheme, hey, not COVID safe or, or anything else, but about around the superannuation scheme. So, sure, about $120,000 was uh, stolen from around 150 different uh, super accounts, forcing the government to temporarily suspend the scheme, as you described. Uh, we read yesterday that one victim had $10,000 stolen uh, by cyber criminals by creating a fake MyGov account in her name. Uh, obviously, that shouldn't happen, but it did. Apparently, uh, a tax agent has also been the subject of uh, hacking uh, some form of cyber attack, and the personal details of their clients were used um, in the conduct of fraudulent claims as well. Yet another superannuation fraud story. I think this is the third um, just in the last few months that you and I have spoken about. It's understandable identity theft is common in financial services. So this is being reported as an isolated incident. Um, when you read stuff like this, apart from resisting to say, I told you so, uh, is there a solution or at least an approach or something that the government or superannuation providers can do about this? Just anything. Sure, Stephen. I try to refrain from that uh, quip as much as possible. Uh, I think the challenge here is that the government uh, processes a lot of different uh, payments uh, in a lot of uh, different uh, departments and agencies. So it's a prime target uh, for this kind of uh, theft or fraudulent behaviour. Uh, the government has large teams of people uh, that are involved in reviewing transactions uh, and, and investigating fraud as well. The government has to find unobtrusive ways of identifying and preventing fraud before it occurs rather than after the fact. That's the first step. The way they need to do that is by taking a good look at uh, what they're offering and the, the service or the transaction and how it can be abused and putting in place real-time checks to detect and prevent the, the, the fraudulent uh, transactions before they occur, as I mentioned. Uh, this kind of approach does take time and attention. And the challenge here, Steve, was that they wanted to make sure that uh, people could access their superannuation funds to con uh, continue their, their, their purchases and sustain their welfare. So the government traded off a little bit of security or preventative security there for, for that speed. Uh, hopefully the lessons learned on this one uh, can go into providing more reliable services into the future. Ladies and gentlemen, you can make up your own minds. Is fraudulent activity a compromise of a system or not? Head of Cybersecurity for Six Clicks, Andrew Robinson. All right, see you guys. Bye. Thanks for checking in to the Six Clicks podcast. Get in touch with us anytime at sixclicks.io or find us on your favourite socials.